Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Hello and welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is the episode before the NFL Draft, which is coming up in just four short days. I'll be in Rochester, New York with my buddies. Didn't go to Vegas. I'll be in Rochester too. Yeah, but you're being in Rochester, Minnesota. Tyler, you're going to a draft party at your boy's place, right? Yeah, he just opened up a bar that has like golf simulators. It's got three pickleball courts. It's it's like a, an adult playground, like bags, huge Jenga thing. Like it's it's insane. He he he's get, getting us a golf simulator for the draft. It's gonna be. I heard awesome. that you're working on a golf stimulator, which is gonna be built right next to it. Is that is that correct? <laughs> yeah, it's a okay. it's a separate booth. Something about balls and washing, and it's yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Better yeah, I'll change just be, those shafts, Tyler. I'll just be dressed like a caddy. <laughs> oh boy, James, what are you doing for the draft? Anything special? Chilling at home, going out with the boys? <sighs> I have a rehearsal dinner for a wedding. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me that. Sorry. Mm. Oh, somebody Rip. hates football. Rip. Yeah. Wait, you're going to be, you're gonna be there with your phone on your hand. Just like, <laughs> I mean, the rehearsal dinner should be pretty much over by the time. Uh, That's what you, you think. Know, we get to the 10th round or 10th pick. So we shall see. That's and and, and we have a guest this week. This is the Canton crew. We all stayed in a room together. Yay. The many memories were made. There was 3 a.m. burgers. There was oh. lots of funny <laughs> things ripping on Tyler. Like a pack it was, of hyenas laughing. It, it was a it was a beautiful time that I will always remember. And our friend Shane is here. Shane, welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour. How are you? Do you have any draft plans? Oh, I got big plans. I'm gonna. Uh, I got the sofa. I'm gonna chill on the sofa. Uh, at some point, I'm gonna go on someone's podcast. I'm sure because I've said yes to like four of them. Oh, um, any overlap? Uh, yeah, yeah, and I also didn't keep track of which ones I said yes to. Oh, that's perfect. my always my I that's always my the wild personal. card, Shane. That's why I like card. doing that because then you get the message from people and they're like, "Hey, we're still on, right?" And you're like, "Sure, uh, yeah, yeah." You just get the invite sent the the streamyard like link, so there's like, "Oh, here it is." You're like, "Oh, oh, okay, yep." Oh, yeah. Here, <laughs> guess I'm doing this show. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, to set up the show this week, we are doing a super flexed two-round mock. We've got the picks order. We've got it all written down, so we're fairly organized this week, which is always great. But I'm going to tell you somewhere that is always organized, and that is FantasyPoints.com. We are part of the Fantasy Points media group. If you want to listen to other awesome fantasy football podcasts, you can find them there as well as us. There's a lot of cool stuff on that website. We've got a promo code right now. You can still catch an early bird special on Fantasy Points. And just to tell you, it's one of the best in the industry. The numbers don't lie, right? 90% of the subscribers last year and the year before all were able to make the playoffs. It's an absolutely amazing website. There's stuff on there if you like DFS. A little bit of everything. So right now, you can use code DHH, I believe, on that one. Hold on. Let me scroll up. Ah, DHH22, and you get 10% off a Fantasy Point subscription. I was in the wrong spot. I got a little wonky. It's okay. It's the lowest price in the industry. Analytic-powered draft tool. So if you're looking at redraft, anything like that, you can go on there. They're going to have it all sorted out for you. Awesome articles. Just a, a plethora of fantasy football content on Fantasy Point. So make sure you check that out today. And again, it's code DHH22. So before we get into some news, there's not a lot going on in the league right now. I'm going to give the stage to Shane. Shane, what have you been working on? Where can we find you? I'm going to do it in the beginning of the podcast instead oh. of the end. Because I feel like it's a disservice <clears throat> to do it at the end. Because then people have to listen to the whole thing. Well, I was going to say, people are going to stop listening. Probably yeah. at least. They already did. So it's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> at this point, they've already done it. Let's say it's a Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. Um uh, mannequin chill uh, i see my dude in the, the thing and the uh what do you call that the chat do that once every uh quarter then we got dynasty trades and five on the youtubes uh three or four episodes a week however many um my boss clay tells me i need to do nice. um then writing for dlf and uh trophy smack and sometimes fantasy uh data 
yeah, fantasy data. Shane, you are a busy man, and I praise you for your work ethic. I don't, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, you know. It's like I know, oh, I know, getting in front of a computer and then just spouting nonsense. It's very hard, very hard. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it so eloquently and and with full of class and grace. It's a That's beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to say. So thank you for joining us today. So let's get into some news. There's been some wide receiver drama. You know, I I was talking to Tyler and James earlier this week, and I said, we used to give T.O., Moss, and Ocho a bunch of crap for being divas. But I got to give it to this generation of wide receivers. Like, they're upping the diva game to, like, a new level. You had Tyreek, Get Traded, Devontae, like, all this stuff going on. And now we have Debo Samuel, out of nowhere, request a trade from the 49ers. He said, don't make me an offer. Just trade me. The Niners, of course, say they have no intention on trading him. Now, if he is going to get traded, it's most likely going to be on draft night. Um, super interesting because Debo Samuel became a star for the Niners last year. And um, it's interesting that in that system where he flourished, I think part of his his uh, his grievance is that they use him too much at the running back position and he wants to be just a wide receiver. Um, I think that may be, might be part of it. Do we think that Debo Samuel gets moved on draft day, Shane? Yes. <laughs> um, I'm a full 78% sure that he's gone. Um, it might not be actually draft day, though. Um, look, look, I, I want to know where that number came from. 78%. It was the year I was born, 1978. Makes sense. Yeah, I looked on the I looked on the, the draft kings, um, and I think that's the odds they gave me, 78 to 1 oh, okay. or something. I'm not really sure how that works. Um, 78 just seems like a good number, right? It's, it's close science. enough to 100% that I can claim it if it happens. It's a C plus. <laughs> it's a C plus. It's good. Right. But it's close enough to 50% where I could be like, well, look, guys, I said it was like 50 50. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You're splitting the math. difference between 50 and 100, pretty much. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm unpacking your methodology here. Yeah. It's good. Your, your mental algorithm, I'm, I'm breaking it down. I, I'd say it's pretty certain he's getting traded, right? Because he, he told. I think so told the 49ers don't make me uh don't make me an offer bro i just want to I mean, leave shanahan though shanahan, shanahan doesn't care like hate, shanahan is look, like everyone hates kyle shanahan and i i've been saying this for a few years now um dude must just be oppressive and just an awful like person with halitosis because nobody wants to practice for him like he's always having problems with younger players debo's like look i'm really good and now i want to leave like, didn't he break out a giant 49ers chain at, at the uh, yeah. game last year? So at some point, something went bad. Then, yeah, and Kyle Shanahan came over and talked to him, and he's like, I don't want to be around you. You're creepy. Maybe he's a creeper. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, James, what do, you th- what do you think about Debo? And if he does get traded, where would you like to see him end up? I mean, there's, I mean, a lot of teams could use a Debo Samuel, right? Like, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I, I think uh, he wants to get com- be compensated for his overall usage. You know, it's not just he wants to be a receiver. He he is definitely utilized as a unique Swiss Army knife kind of player. A weapon, if you will. Yeah. And whether or not it happens on draft night, it, it probably will. And if so, I know the Jets are like all in on it. Yeah, for pick 10. Pick 10. I mean, I'd rather I, have Debo than Drake London, personally. 100%. <sighs> But you know, you know what you're getting already. The Eiffel and, Tower. And we see known these, on this, this Jets team just going out and trying to get players. They missed on Tyreek. I, I think they try for for Debo as hard as they can, and it, I think it probably happens. Tyler, what about your Falcons? I'm 79. No, your Falcons no. could use a wide receiver. No, I mean no. they don't have cap. They don't have players. No, I mean this is. This is a bad team with a bad cap situation for a year. I I wish that my team, who should have drafted Debo Samuel instead of Nikhil Harry, <laughs> um, that would be a perfect fit. But it's not going to happen because, again, cap space. I know the cap is a myth. A myth. But with the Pats, they don't do these crazy restructures and kick the can down the road. So, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah. And, and I mean, for Curtis Samuel's brother, uh, hopefully he can really get the bag. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, we have a running gag on this show that there's um, re- re- players that aren't related are related. No, uh, just... and it stems from me saying Isaiah Spiller was CJ Spiller's brother, which I thought was true, <laughs> and I got fact checked and I was wrong. So now 
we draw the the uh, we do draw the every, comparisons every week. Every you know, week. I'm not just a, a <clears throat> member. I, I listen every week. No, like we, I listened you know to what? Tyler I, last I last week. Uh, Alfredo, Alfredo yep. was Italian <laughs> <laughs> and not understanding for like three minutes, like a that's, full that's solid an, three minutes. Like that. That's why. an all timer, by the yeah, way. Yeah. That was an absolute. All timer. I can't wait till we have someone episode. named. I can't wait till we have someone named with the first name Linguini on the show. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it, the math adds up. No, no, no definitely. If you're an Alfredo, <laughs> you're definitely Italian. Except yeah, or we Idaho. find someone named Potato, and then they're just Irish or something. Are they from Idaho? Oh, they're from Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go searching fantasy Twitter for food named people, and just bring them on. I don't care if they have any experience. I'm just gonna bring them on as guests. Just. I would love that. That would be fun. All right. So we talked about Debo a little bit. Uh, there's been some a yeah, little bit of news about AJ Brown. He's holding out of off-season programs, as is Terry McLaurin. Uh, AJ Brown wants a new contract. Titans GM he John Robinson. Also, yep, he also Titans. threw the ball with Jalen Hurts today. There was a picture. Oh, uh, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Very nice. Blew up all over Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say that it's I haven't, I haven't been on Twitter today. So news to me. Look at that. Breaking news in Doug's brain. There was some uh, lady with 900 followers that told me she's been following Jalen Hurts since Alabama, and he never he never does social media just to do it. So it might mean something, or it could not. So I'm very <laughs> very enthused. I mean, do the Eagles really want to draft another receiver this year? Like, just go and get an established one. You know, I, I don't, you don't want to pay 20 million for a receiver, though, right? Ideally, no. But uh, Titans GM John Robinson did say he does not see the Titans trading Brown. Of course, he's going to say that. Because Duh. the moment that he says like we're gonna trade AJ Brown, like you can't do that. So I, I don't I don't think AJ Brown is going anywhere. The offense, the Titans offense needs him, and um, it's really interesting. Uh, I just saw a mock draft today that had the the Titans taking James's boy Desmond Ritter in the first round. Got to pay well, Brown. I don't him. know if you want to pay Tannehill. They already have a guy like him in Tannehill. I mean, yeah, they're... but Tannehill's also making like thirty milli. He's better than Tizzy though. Yep. Is he? <laughs> Okay. James doubling down. We'll find out if James takes him in this Superflex mock momentarily. Um, so not too much to, to go on with A.J. Brown. And lastly, at running back, Chris Carson, who is 27 years old. Seattle said they're unclear if he'll be able to return from his neck injury. He had disfusion in November. Um, James actually had the same surgery. So James, James Carson, no relation to Johnny Carson, I don't think. Um, but please tell me about this surgery and what it means. Uh, all right. So when you have a disc fusion in your neck, uh, it has to do with the T1, T2 uh, vertebrae in your in your neck. And what they do is they put a cadaver bone, which is a dead person's bone, in your neck with a metal clamp and screws. And they fuse it together to strengthen the other vertebrae in your neck. Uh, I had it done. It's not pleasant. And they go through the front. I don't know if you could see the scar on screen. Yeah, maybe a little bit right there. Um, and what happens is, I mean, it's an easy, easier spinal surgery than you would think. But some people, they lose feeling in their hands. Like I have bad feeling in my hand. I have a so question. that gives me is worries it, about. Do they do local anesthesia or they do they put you out? Oh, they put you out. dude. You're not awake for this. No, no, no. It's a it's a serious surgery. Any anytime there's like a spinal. You wouldn't really, think Tyler really, works really, at a Tyler. hospital. Tyler, don't you just like happen to stumble in the hospital room sometimes? Yeah, and like see what happens. Trip and you fall into there. the OR. Obviously, I was joking. You know, this whole time but... I thought the Mayo Clinic was just like a mayonnaise laboratory. Yeah, I thought they were just like, he was working for Hellman's or something. It is. Um, it's Hyman's. <laughs> but no, I, I currently have a tingling feeling in my hand sometimes. Uh, I get tendonitis in my elbow because of it. And it it all stems from up here and it goes mm -hmm. into your nerves for your for your hands, uh, depending on where exactly the uh, problem was with the vertebrae. So it's, it is a serious surgery. And I am concerned, man, because I wouldn't want to take a shot on a football field right after that surgery. And it especially takes, with his physical play style too. Chris right. Carson and doesn't, doesn't play around. Like he's a, I, he's a physical guy. It took me 10 to 12 weeks to get out of surgery and then start like rehabbing. And then, uh, so the surgery took 10 to 12, weeks. 10 to 12 weeks. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, Tyler, you literally can't do crap for 10 to 12 weeks. You have to not move. You have to be very careful. 
And then after that, I guess I was fine. I mean, it doesn't bother me as much as my other spinal surgeries, but definitely something to know. I don't think I'd be able to go out and play football professionally. Well, afterwards. he did come out with a workout video, so it's Chris Carson off season already. Was Usually, he getting hit? No, he was just running okay. around looking like the Hulk. I mean, the dude's massive. He's a thick but, boy. But yeah, I'm, with Penny's con, like one year contract, they they want to see what they got in him. And I would not be shocked if they do draft another running back earlier than we what we expect. I could see that for sure. You know, All Isaiah right. Spiller in the first. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> Pete Carroll's just sitting there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> water gum just chewing his gum like an absolute yeah. bovine. All right, let's move on to our mock. But before we do, I want to give a shout out to our longstanding sponsor, Trophy Smack, who Shane gave them some dap. He writes for them. So make sure you use trophysmack.com for all your fantasy. Tyler, I'm going to be shipping the Trophy Smack belt uh, the end of this coming week. So you'll finally have it. So congrats. Nice. Um, you can upgrade your fantasy league today. And, and whether you play fantasy football, hockey, basketball, baseball, even soccer, if that's your thing, you can order a completely customizable trophy from trophysmack.com. They have the right trophy for you. And if you use code DHHRING, you get a free $60 value championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or a belt. They also have stuff for all the losers of your league. So we all know there's that one guy who just – he went one and. 12 or 13 you can get him a toilet bowl you can give him a little poop and he can put it on there and be like bro you were last place here pass that on next year um so there's stuff for everyone on trophysmack.com and once again it's code dhh ring for that free ring at checkout all right we are going to go into our super flex mock draft two rounder and uh this is the draft order so james has got the first overall pick shane is going to pick second i am going to pick third and Tyler is going to pick four. We are not doing a snake, so you won't have to hear Tyler's voice back-to-back, which is probably the best part of this podcast, to be honest. 100%. Um, and then we're just going to start – and we're just going to – you know, we're going to do – just we'll start over with the order once again. So this is super flex. Are we doing tight end premium? Uh, sure. No. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really. <laughs> let's, make it, let's make it um, a three-and-a-half sure. point tight end premium. Oh, well, hey. And then one tight end will get drafted in the first. And then that's it. Yeah, there's no Kyle Pitts this year in the first round. Sorry. Nope. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, so James, let's kick it off here at the 101 Superflex Mock Draft, DHH style. Let's go. All right, so since it's Superflex, I'm not taking a quarterback. Yeah. How about that? Um, I've battled with myself back and forth on the Superflex method, uh, Superflex format for dynasty with this draft class and guess what there are no sure bets um you'll be waiting around for a while i want to win kind of now and a little bit later i'm taking kenneth walker just to piss tyler off uh oh i'm not mad why would i be mad i don't pick for four picks oh i mean you're pretty much proving my point from last week and the week before so we're not doing the debate all right (laughs) we're not doing the debate but kenneth walker He's said to be the true runner, true runner, and he can catch the ball, even though we haven't really seen it. Uh, I see him landing. I saw him in a mock landing to the Giants today, so I'd be happy about that as well. They need somebody good back there. I don't care where he goes. I know he can play, and I know he will be utilized early in his career, so I'm all for him. If I have the 101, he's definitely worth it. All right. The surprising off the board 101 is Kenny Skywalker. That's a basketball reference for anyone that was born in the 80s. You're welcome. Um, if you got that, give yourself a point on the board. Boop. All right. We're going to go to the second overall pick with our lovely, beautiful, handsome guest. Shane, hit us with the 102. I'm, I'm just absolutely flabbergasted that I'm going to get to make this choice, but it's going to be Brees Hall. I thought I got to be. Have- I, th- I thought it was going to be, I have to take Malik Willis here. I was getting ready to explain why I needed to take Malik Willis here. But um, thanks to uh, Chef, my uh, sleeping buddy, my little bedroom uh, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, um, I get to go with Brees here. Um, number one running back in the class, uh, three down back. It's clear he's going to end up in Buffalo. I think we've all manifested that into um, actually I mean, happening. Houston is a better landing spot, in my opinion, if we're going to actually go about landing spots. Buffalo would be nice, but they're, I still think they have a thing for Singletary. But uh, Houston, he's, he's getting everything. 
The, the problem with Singletary is I have a thing for Singletary. Buffalo doesn't because they were like, can we get J.D. McKissick in here to, to help Singletary? Um, Singletary is a great between the tackles, which I, is surprising. I don't disagree with you. I think he's a very good running back, but unfortunately, I'm not calling plays for Buffalo. Um, You're not? Wait, hold on. I know. I know. <laughs> this, this is news so, to me. Look, I don't know that there's a bad landing spot at all for Brees Hall. Obviously, yeah. if he lands somewhere in like Cleveland with Nick Chubb, all right, my, my story will change. Uh, that's Dearness Johnson territory. Don't even yeah. go there. Yeah. Whether it's Buffalo, whether it's Houston Texans, whether it's uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Jets. 33. I, I don't care wherever he goes, he's going to be. He's going to be 20 touches a game at least. So I'm all about the Brees Hall love. So can it, I was going to go to Kenneth Walker too. I, I heard rumors of him going to the Jets. I would actually like that for both him and Carter. It kind of eases them both into situational kind of spots. But I think they can work well together, kind of what you saw from Green, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. So, Doug, I know as much as you love Carter and you'd hate that, I think it'd actually be good for them. I think Carter, it would be okay. It wouldn't. Yeah. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a killer. Um, yeah, because Carter needs somebody else. Because I don't think he'd be at the last with twenty-five touches a game. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the one hundred three, and that is up to me. Um, at the one hundred three in a super flex league, to get the uh, everyone's pretty much consensus QB one. Uh, I'm going to take Malik Willis here. And part of it is because there's nothing more valuable in a super flex league than a quarterback. And if you hit on one, it is massive. So typically I think we're going to see Malik Willis go one one in a lot of super flex leagues. So to be able to get him at one Oh three, you know, I'm kind of, I'm not as hot on Willis as some, I'm more of like a lukewarm. I can see he's got a large range of outcomes, right? Like I see the upside. He's got a cannon bazooka of an arm. He's got speed. I know he didn't run the 40 at his pro day or at the combine, but he can probably run in the high four fours, low four fives. So he can be that Konami code quarterback. Um, you know, I don't like his sack rate in college. It's like almost 10%. That's a lot. Um, so I think he's got some work to do. Don't, holding... don't criticize a man's sack rate. That's, that's, that's not cool. <laughs> um, you know, holding the ball a little bit too long, not making decisions, kind of like Justin Fields in a way. Um, so I can see him being like a fantasy stud, but I can also see him being a potential bust too. So for me at, at the third overall pick to take the QB one with that, he does have a high ceiling. Um, that's where I go on this pick um, because I know when I pick again, there'll be some wide receivers possibly for me. So, uh, so I want to take Malik Willis at the one Oh three. I think it's good value, strangely enough uh, in a super flex league. So Tyler, give us the one Oh four. Yeah, I would have loved to get Willis, but realistically, he's probably not going to fall. Uh, the, in my opinion, in this draft class, there's four elite players, four players, in my opinion, that can actually be game changing number one at the position. And it's so far three of them. And I'm going to take the fourth. And that yep. is Garrett Wilson. I knew yeah. that was coming. Garrett Wilson is easily my wide receiver one. And it's not even close. I was thinking about this the other day and I. I'm in a league with, you know, Doug and Shane, and I have 104. I'm guaranteed one of these four players, and I'm going to be happy about it. Until you if trade I, the pick. If I had 105, <laughs> if I had 105, I'd be upset because it's a clear tier drop off for me. So Garrett Wilson, I see a lot of Justin Jefferson in him, uh, a little bit of Judy as well. But he in is, in my opinion, a slam dunk safe. I think at worst, he's a wide receiver three for your team. And at best, he is your top dog starting every week. And you're just pumped. Yeah. Wilson is my wide receiver one as well. So I like that pick, obviously. All right. Let's go back to James. We are at the 105. And this is where it starts to get dicey, according to Tyler. James, do you agree? Or you're like, nah, I got a guy right here. Boom. Let's do this. <laughs> no, I'm taking my guy and Desmond Ritter. Everybody knows who listens to the show that he's is my guy. I think he is definitely ready to take the reins of wherever he gets drafted. I've heard Pittsburgh. I've heard Seattle. I've heard a whole bunch of different places. And wherever he winds up, it doesn't really matter. He is going to get his shot. He is a well-rounded player. He knows his thing. He is QB smart. And when I say QB smart, like like Malik Willis, he held, holds on to the ball. Desmond Ritter doesn't hold on to the ball. He makes no. a decision and sticks with it. Uh, he can scramble out of the pocket. He has every attribute, I think, he needs to be successful at the next level. And for fantasy purposes, that's what you want. You want an all-around quarterback. 
So I am taking him with the 105. I don't see him falling further down the line than 106 in your fantasy drafts at home. So I have a question for you. Now, according to DLF, his ADP right now is the 14th overall player. So if you were, let's use this as not like you don't have multiple first round picks and you had the Mm -hmm. 105. Would you do, would you trade down a handful of spots and feel confident that you could still get Ritter if this was like the, a regular league draft format? No. And okay. So you're committed to taking him there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him. I don't see him getting out of the first round. I do. Well, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's you, Tyler. We all know your, your opinion stronger than everybody else's. Um, but uh, I don't see him falling past the 108. Okay. So it, it's to, all depending to drop on down goes, three though. spots. What are you going? What are you giving up for those three? A second, a second. Are you Somebody getting a second? Up. I mean, one hundred five to one hundred eight in this draft class is actually substantial, in my opinion. Somebody's trained up to get Drake London. Somebody's trained up to, to get any of the, you know, the yeah, next to get one of, of the the next Burks. the next receiver. Yeah, and nope. in my opinion, I don't think anybody after Willis, from what I've seen on you know social media and stuff. After Malik, it doesn't. It just seems like a hodgepodge. People don't know what to do at quarterback, and yeah. your stance at Ritter is strong. And I, I hundred percent appreciate that. That's awesome. Stick with your guy. That's what people need to do. And the fact that you're taking him here is awesome. But I do think that you could trade back to eight, nine, even ten in this draft yeah. class, and I think you'd still be able to get him because, in my opinion, there'll be another quarterback taken before Ritter. Yeah, very well could be. All right, so let's get to Shane. He's got the 106. He went Brees Hall at the 102, which was, yeah, slam dunk pick there. So let's see what he does here at the 106. Oh, some debate in between two guys, but I'll take Drake London just because if I have a choice of two, a bigger man or a smaller man, I'll always take this uh, bigger man on. Um, yeah, you Royal Exchange. <laughs> Drake London. Yeah, I was the tallest guy in that room. I remember. Yeah, but he slipped in my bed. <laughs> Um, I, I'm feeling better. Uh, the more I talk to people that are smarter than me about Drake London, um, you know, I'm worried about the contested catches and things like that. And from what everything I hear, uh, from, uh, particularly from your sponsors over at fantasy points is it's not a him situation where it's not that he can't get separation, um, which is really my only concern. Um, it, it, I, I don't want to talk table uh you know table talk but the the one guy i was thinking about behind him is is jameson uh but just it's hard to count on just one year production i just love london's production his size and like i said uh the more i listen to smart people tell me that he doesn't have separation issues i'm, I'm gonna trust in them and hope that he's not the next Nikhil harry jj arcega Whiteside, laquan treadwell uh avatar Corey coleman yeah. if he Whatever. lands in a spot where he can run that post route and he has a quarterback that can hit that in the basket. He It's going to be lights out for Drake London all day long. Yeah. All right. So I'm at the 107, and uh, I'm looking receiver. And uh, Shane just mentioned his name. And I know he had one year of production and tore his ACL in the championship game. But I think he's going to get drafted in the first round. And if he goes to an L.A. Chargers team, if he goes to Kansas City, I think you're going to see Jamison Williams jump up to in super flex leagues, I think he might be people's wide receiver one because we all know that when wide receivers go to spots with elite quarterbacks, they get that bump, right? So if Garrett Wilson is a jet and Jamison Wilson, Jamison Williams goes to the Chiefs, people are going to overreact and forget that like Wilson's the better prospect in my opinion. But Williams has got the better landing spot, and people are going to freak out because they're going to be like, Tyreek Hill's not there anymore. He's the next Tyreek. I need him on my team. Give me Jamison Williams' first overall receiver. It's going to happen. That's all I'm saying. That voice was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where did that like, voice come from, man? I got voices for days. You know this. Did you um, hear about Byron Pringle today, speaking of Chiefs? He's or... on the Bears, right? Yeah, well, yes. he's a Bear now, but uh, apparently... Did he, he pop? Got... did he get popped? He got arrested or something? He got popped! Pringle got popped! Yeah. Yeah. He can't stop, man. All right, so Jamison Williams at the 107. Uh, you know, seeing these mocks in that back half of the first round, there's a lot of teams with good quarterbacks there. I just think he lands on the Chargers or the Chiefs or a juicy landing spot. If he lands on the Pats, cool for the Pats. We'll see. Uh, I'm not as Ugh. amped up about Mac Jones. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, but I think if he lands in a, a couple of those different spots, it's going to be wheels up. People are going to go crazy for Williams and rookie drafts. Um, but at the 107, I really like him here. I do like the talent. I like the, you know, he's not Henry Ruggs. People can stop with that. I've heard that on a couple of podcasts. Just because he um, went to Alabama. Like, and he's fast. And he's fast. Yeah. He must be Henry Ruggs, right? Oh. There's a lot of narrative street uh, for but Williams. Henry Ruggs <laughs> wasn't even just a deep receiver. It's just that the Raiders no, decided that's all they were going to use him in, in his rookie season. Yeah. And then we saw right. before the incident, he was getting yeah. used differently and yeah. he was succeeding. He was starting to break out a little bit for sure. Yeah. And, and, you and don't how get... many and how many wide receivers in this draft class ran a fourth? So. Only a couple. Me. No, I'm not I mean, it seemed like a lot. It seemed like a lot more <laughs> than normal. Fast, yeah, it was a fast group. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it was. All right, I'm going to pick, and it's going to be a quarterback because quarterbacks are king and super flex. Kenny Pickett, I get he has a small hands, but you know what? I think he offers more than Mac Jones last year from a fantasy perspective. Just a tiny bit, but at, he, at this pick, I'm fine with taking him. I mean, if I miss... I miss, but any chance at a quarterback in Superflex, I'm going to take, especially at this pick. So 108, it's it's crazy because I have 108 in the league we're in as oh, well, fellas. So uh, I, I think you're taking Kenny Pickett here because his last name sounds like Puckett and you're from Minnesota. Yes, he is definitely related to Kirby Puckett. I am I mean, on to you. I am totally <laughs> on to you, Tyler Gunther. You cannot a, slip one by me. I am a name drafter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Or you like nose picket? Like, Garrett whatever. Wilson, because I'm a big fan of home improvement and Mr. Wilson. Right. No, wait. No. Nope. That's Dennis no, the Menace. That's Dennis the Menace. You screwed it up. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop. I, yeah. All right, you guys, I'm I'm gonna leave. Oh, All right, I'm, we'll to, I'm we're up. gonna auto we're gonna auto draft the rest of Tyler's picks. <laughs> <laughs> James is up at the 109 after Tyler takes Kenny Puckett. Kenny Puckett. Um Give me Traylon Burks, or I'll give myself Traylon Burks since I'm running the sheet here. No relation to Ellis Burks, former Red Sox outfielder. Sure, they're not cousins. Is <laughs> they they might they, they might be might brothers. Be. They might be. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I I get that he. Oh, what happened? What did I do? Uh oh. All right, let's just talk Burks. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Burks. I get that he lost some some uh, capital during the combine. Didn't really work out. It was slow. Uh, but I think he can make it. I think he can do do things for a team. And <laughs> it all depends. He'll be a first round <laughs> pick. Gonna I think he can make it. He can make it. James has off worse tonight, ADD than I, I have. Yeah, yeah, I'm off tonight, all of a sudden. Man. I think I he can make it. He can make it. Man, if I need to go into my notes, I guess I have to now. So so let's just say Traylon Burks, he's got fl- red flags. There's flags all over. Lots uh, of flags. But he's he's fast. He's fast and big and physical. He's he succeeded early breakout age. There's lots of positives, but the red flags are out there. And they they worry me personally. What are the flags? Let's talk about the flags real fast so people that are listening know what you're Shane talking about. Is terrible worried. feet. He's got terrible feet. Uh, he's not good at running routes. He's not good at running the routes that you run in, co- so, uh, in so the he's, NFL. He's raw. <laughs> he's raw. He's raw, even though he so probably he's need some shouldn't time. be. He's um, got, he's struggled with, with weight and work ethic. I mean, he went to the combine and admitted that he wasn't ready for the 40. And it's like you had this whole time to work on the 40-yard dash. Yeah, they usually schedule the combine about a year ahead of time. So. Yeah, and he <laughs> sat there and he said, I wasn't ready to run the 40. And that's why I was slow. And then he didn't do it on his pro day, which also is a red flag. It's like he's afraid to do it. Or but you know he what? He he hunts wild boars, which everybody, you know, hey, if you you can't be tough if you don't hunt wild boars with your bare hands. It's like, OK, all right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of red flags. He's going to be an interesting, interesting person in this draft. He could really drop and become a value or he could really hurt you if you pick him at, say, 105, which DLF has him at. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that we're going to see him drop. And, I mean, just me personally, he was my wide receiver one up until about two weeks ago. And then I just was like, all right, now I'm just being, like, stubborn. I'm just <laughs> yeah. keeping him there just to keep him there. Yeah. And, you know, when I started looking at it more um, objectively, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I can't put him in front of Jameson. I can't put him in front of – definitely can't put him in front of London. I can't put him anywhere near close to in front of Wilson. And this is kind of like, yeah, this is kind of that, all right, well, it's him or Olave. They both have kind of issues. Um, 
opposite issues. Olave is very just weak, yeah. weak yeah, as yeah. could be. And then he he's a yeah. great route runner, though. Yeah, he and is. then yeah. Burks is just tough and strong. But maybe if we put both of them together <laughs> and make Burks Lave, Burks be a, that's be a, a great player. badass name too. I like, like it. Burks Lave. <laughs> that sounds Chris like Tra- Chris Traylon Burks Lave. I believe Slavic. that's Slavic. Yeah, that is very Slavic. <laughs> <laughs> we just created a super player. That's how we do it, man. It's DHH. We're just molding stuff together. All right, Shane, let's go to you with the 110 after James took Traylon Burks. Hey, I don't like this class. Um, <laughs> I know. Jesus. Um, I guess. He's available. I, I Jesus. <laughs> Great 40 time. Great footwear game. Thing. You know, he did come back last week, so he's He's a bit of a jogger. Jesus, he doesn't really run. (laughs) He did rise again last week, so he is definitely available. He gets pinned at the line too easily. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with Chris Olave. Tyler just mentioned the fact that he's very bad at um, breaking tackles. Um, I think everyone's seen the tweet. I I don't remember where it came from. He had one broken tackle last year, which... I, I think I would have been more impressed if he had zero, to be quite honest with you. Because <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, that's impressive. He only had five for his or six for his collegiate career, which is uh, not great, but he gets open, right? So um, he doesn't need to break tackles if he's open. Right. His production profile actually wasn't that different from Garrett Wilson's. Um, I was looking at that last night because for some reason I thought Wilson was uh, far superior. He's really not. Um, so if we could get him to, I don't know, break a tackle once in a while. Um, that'd be great, but you know what? Jack Ertz never breaks tackles and he does That's just true. fine. Mike so, Evans never does either, he just right. catches and falls. Falls, yeah, for like, years, like Tory Holt <laughs> yeah. used to just yeah. catch and fall. Nothing wrong with that. Look, that was the, the entire uh greatest show on turf. Every one of them was just as soon as there was anyone, anyone within five yards of them, they're just sliding. You're like, well, yeah, right. Azakim, Bruce, yeah. all of them, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so you took Olave. I'm going to take one of my guys in this draft who I would actually rather have than um, Drake London. It may shock some people. It's George Pickens. Woo. I think the alpha profile, you know, the the production before he got hurt, I think was really, really good. And I just like Pickens' game a lot. You know, he's got, he gives me those AJ Green, but a little tougher vibes. I know same school, easy comps, right? Um, but he seems a little tougher than me. I think he's, I think he's a good route runner, solid hands. He can go up and get it. I, I think he's more athletic than Drake London, at least watching video of the two of them. So I like George Pickens at the back of the back of the first in Superflex leagues. It'll be interesting to me where he gets picked in the NFL draft. Does he make it into the first round, maybe the end of the first round to Green Bay? Does he make it to Kansas City? I think he could land in one of those spots. So I like George Pickens a lot, uh, the player. And if he slips... And he goes later in the second, like maybe he becomes a little bit of a value like Traylon Burks, who we talked about earlier. I like Pickens better than Burks. I think he's a more complete player. Um, I think Burks, you know, is kind of a fun player to watch because he can do a lot of different things. I think Pickens is just a really good alpha outside receiver. So I'm going George Pickens here at the 111. So Tyler, wrap up this first round, put a nice little bow on it, and then we'll get to round two. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with the only other running back in this class I want, and that is Isaiah Spiller at 112. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you out on James Cook now? Well, okay. The only other, the first I round. would say, like, quote-unquote, has elite potential. Okay, thank you. I thought Tyler, you were but Tyler, on our boy. did you know that James Cook is related to Dalvin Cook? Yes, that is They're true. They're not brothers. Doug got that out. one right. Like, I, that yes, was I'm the... good with that one. Yeah. So for me, I I know we talked at a running it's back. Jared comps. Cook. Jared Cook's his brother. We Jared talked, Cook is his brother. We talked about, and Brandon Cook's is his second brother because he's got the S. Yeah. In case <laughs> Cook is, is also involved somehow. <laughs> so for me, I, I love Isaiah Spiller's film. His feet are so quick and he's just got great tape. It all depends on landing spot. For me, I think he's actually going to be a third round pick. I've heard rumors that the NFL is a lot higher and the NFL is a lot higher on his prospects than we are as a fantasy community, the age, the talent, the production at the sec. I've heard the NFL is more interested in him than I would say the fantasy industry as a whole performance, three straight thousand yards that that resonates with NFL folks. CJ Spiller bloodline. Yeah. It's insane for me. Monster (laughs) at Clemson. So, so for me, the fact that 
I think this is the night like the he's in a tier of his own for running back and he's got major potential. Depends on where he's land he lands. I, I think he can catch. I'm not worried about the 40. The only thing that worries me is his actual upright running style, which with how quick his feet are, I'm fine with. I mean, DeMarco Murray played for years with, with that type of style and had slower feet. So I, I really like Isaiah Spiller here at 112. I mean, three months ago, we we're talking about him, him at 103, 104. So he's fallen kind of like what we're seeing with Burks, but I actually have more faith in Spiller panning out than I do Burks. All right. Before we move on to the second round, where we're going to flip the script on the draft order. I want to talk about yet another sponsor. We've got Underdog coming in to sponsor us. They've been an awesome partner thus far. One of the most up-and-coming resources in the fantasy community. If you like to play DFS, you want to do like a rookie and sophomores draft, just a ton of options. You can do all sorts of um, uh, betting around prop bets which I don't know if they're going to have anything up for the draft, but I'm going to start looking because I love NFL draft prop bets. I think they're a ton of fun. Um, But the offseason, it has everyone hyped, but you don't want to join another startup. Well, this is where Underdog comes in. So go and download the Underdog app right now. Hit pause, go download. Super easy. You can find it on the Android, the Google Play Store. You can find it on iTunes. Uh, Use code code DHH to have your deposit up to $100 matched right away. You want to put 50, they'll match 50. Up to 100 bucks, they'll match it. It's free money for you. For something that you're going to do anyways, let's be honest. So go get that free man- money. Enter yourself into the rookies and sophomores drafts. You can also play baseball if you're into that. NFL best balls and over-under predictions for in-season. Don't miss out on this deal. Again, it's code DHH for your deposit up to $100 matched. So let's start to kick off round two. Round two is going to start with uh, Tyler is going to go round two. And then Doug, Shane, and then James. So make sure we have the order correct. So, Tyler, with that said, let's get round two kicked off, my friend. All right. This is a little more interesting. Do I want to dip my toe back into the quarterback range or Ooh. not? I have a feeling the next two quarterbacks that go will be more second-round picks in the NFL draft. So, I'm actually going to go with one of my favorite sleepers. I know he's turned into everybody's sleeper, but Sky Moore, I'm nice. a huge fan of. I, I love the tape. I think he's he's hidden no matter what, no matter what team he goes to. He's going to be a safe floor, but I do think he's got a high ceiling as well. So for me, Sky Moore is my pick, and I'm I'm happy at 201. Yeah, I like that pick a lot. I think Sky Moore's draft capital might surprise a lot of people um, outside of the fantasy industry. He could be a back-end first-round pick as well, so I like Sky Moore a lot. I he's mean, been getting DJ a Moore's lot of cover. hype from, yes, at Rob Elijah Moore, Moore's cousin, yeah. Yeah, David Moore, half brother. David Moore's uh, nephew, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I'm really reaching on the Moors in the. There's a lot of. There's more Moors. There's, there's always more. All right, I'm gonna go at the 202. Let me take a look here. I see a player that sticks out to me. Uh, you know, Sky Moore was in consideration here. I am also going wide receiver, quarterback for me in this class. A lot of questions around guys, and maybe with my next pick, I'll take one. But at the 202. Another guy that could go in the first round. I know this. We might see like six or seven receivers go in the first round. It could happen. It's Jahan Dotson out of Penn State. Rich um, Dotson's brother. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I believe uh, Demar Dotson, the left tackle from the Bucks. I don't know. Yeah, I know a lot of Dotsons. So I'm going with uh, Jahan Dotson. I was, you know, searching on Twitter. A guy, Matt Harmon, who does reception perception, loves him. Uh, Penn State is known for putting out some pretty good receivers. I mean, we've got Allen Robinson. Uh, we've got Chris Godwin. We hopefully have KJ Hamler at some point. Um, Deshaun Hamilton. Deshaun RIP. Uh, RIP. But I really like Dotson. I think he's, a, again, one of these complete players that can make the big play, run the really nice routes. And if again, if he gets attached to one of these higher-end quarterbacks, like his his draft capital, we might be talking about him at 202 here. He might sneak up into that late first, mid to late first, if he lands with Kansas City or you know one of those spots that we talked about earlier. Um, but I just really love the player, so I'm drafting him here, regardless of where he lands. Jahan Dotson. So at the 203, we are going to Shane. I don't like any of this. I, I don't <laughs> any of this is falling. He, he was uh, he, for anybody who doesn't know, he was on mute for a while because I just don't think he wanted to say any name. He's like kind of. Like, you want no, to be like the no. Vikings? Don't put a name in and just. Get How many to me second whenever. round draft yeah. picks have you sold this off season, Shane? He actually Not traded enough. for a bunch. 
Yeah, you traded for some in UDPL. So yeah, I, I have I have a two hundred five and two hundred six, I think, in UDPL. I got a few leagues where I have like the two hundred three, two hundred six, and I'm like, what? Why? Why did I terrible. do this? <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Matt Coral, Coral, Coral. 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 I, I think Coral is going to be the only other quarterback drafted in the first. I oh. think there's going to be three of them: Willis, Pickett for reasons unknown, and a Matt Coral. <laughs> Um, I like Coral a lot, man. I I know he's kind of a gimmicky quarterback. Whatever, Tyler. Okay, you just stop it with those faces. But he's really good under pressure. He's uh really good out of the pocket. Uh, he's a little small, and I guess that's really it. No, he's a knucklehead. <laughs> he sold. He sold me. He's a knucklehead, <laughs> according to NFL reports this week. Well, here's the thing, right? So I'm shooting for upside. I, I think Coral's going to go in the first round. That gives me at least a year to get out on the guy, right? Um, cause even if he sits on the bench somewhere, if I draft, say, I don't know, Christian Watson here, who, who I'm absolutely in love with because he's, you know, he's six forward, he, he runs faster than the wind, but he busts in his first year. The cat's going to be out of the bag on that. Cause he's a wide receiver. Everyone's going to know that he's, you know, he's, yeah. he's dead in the water. He's done. At least Coral, I can I can try to recruit some value, recruit or recoup. Yeah, with well, a quarterback, there's always value there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, Zach sure. Wilson had a god awful year, and he's still fetching major, major draft capital for rookie drafts. And yeah. same with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence' value has not dropped an ounce, and he had a terrible rookie season. So yeah. All right, so we've got Matt Coral at two point three. James, we haven't heard from you in a bit. What's yeah, 2.4 looking like, my friend? Taking my time. Um, whether or not this player makes it into the first round in the draft, I'm not sure, but it's going to be a quarterback. I'm not letting a quarterback slide. Yeah, this would have been this was my second. Did you, hey, did you and know this is a where week I'm from going. today? It's going to be May. Oh, <laughs> snap. So, so, yeah, this was my other, my other thing I was going to go with at 201 was this pick because I think his upside is actually higher than any other quarterback in this draft class, not named Malik Willis. Yeah. And that's Sam Howell. Correct. Mr. Howell. Yes. Mr. Gunther. Yes. It is Sam Howell. Uh, I like him more than Coral. I think Coral takes some oh. shots that are, are going to be intercepted. He likes to try to force it into windows. And I'm not all about that. They'll, they'll bench his ass really fast. Sam Howell. He is a little bit more, I want to say, gunslinger type that he's going to throw yeah. it down the field more. He's got an, a cannon for an arm. Beautiful deep ball. Yes. And he's not afraid to push it and, and run into the into the end zone at the goal line, you know, or or just take it as a, for a, from a QB sneak point of view. Uh, can analyze the full field. That's what I want to see. I want to see these guys that can actually utilize their whole team. And, and not just dump it off to the running back. Uh, Sam Howell definitely fits the bill as a premier quarterback in the in the NFL, I think. And uh, he's a steal here in the middle of the second round. I like it. All right, Tyler, you got the 205. Where are you going? That one was tough. That was my, that was my pick. Um, I'm actually going to go with Trey McBride here because we did say it's tight end premium. Uh, Trey McBride is to me the only tight end I even want a part of in this in this class other than one other guy. But he's got the highest upside. He's got a little bit of Kittle, Mark Andrews, that style of play to him. I mean, when you catch as many balls as he did in college and over a thousand yards, I get it was Colorado State, but still at tight end, that's not easy to do. So for me, the upside is there, especially in a 12 team tight end premium if you can hit on a tight end in the second round you are just cashing the check right there that that's ultimate value and i'm going to take that every day with trey mcbride all right i like trey mcbride there i'm going to give a layup to shane because i like shane so i i kind of already know where he's going to go with his next pick so i'm going to steer away from, from that just to be nice but i haven't taken a running back yet so you know what i want to take a running back i'm going to take zamir white who was for me, was one of the most impressive backs in the combine. We obviously know what he can do at Georgia, where it was him and James Cook. Um, White's been around for a bit, but he just he's so silky smooth. He can do it in the passing game. He's got the size that we like. You know, he's six foot, two fourteen. Just a player that I really like that I think is a bit underrated and kind of like 
I could see him getting drafted before Spiller does in the NFL draft. Supposedly in NFL circles, they love Zamir White. So I wouldn't be surprised if White goes somewhere in the second round. Um, and then we start to see his value get boosted a little bit because of draft capital. Um, so yeah, I think Zamir White at 206 is a great pick here. I love it. It's actually probably my favorite of the night so far. So Shane, 207, are you going to take your boy? First of all, you, you can't applaud your own pick. Like that's just poor form. <laughs> I sure as hell can. Um, uh, Jason Garrett applauds himself all the time. So why I'm, can't Doug? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go big or go home here. Might as well draft Christian Watson, right? Uh, I line it up for you. He's You're a physical welcome. marvel. We we know that always works out. Just look at Doriel Green Beckham. Um, <laughs> um, Jalen Hurd, he was great. Yeah, Jalen Hurd. He just never fails, never fails, especially a small school guy. Like, it's pretty much yeah. a guarantee that he's going to hit. So, here at 2-0. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Rice, T.O., they were in small school guys. So, yeah, absolutely. What are we, 210, 211? What are we at we are here? 207. 207? Yeah, Close. I like Christian Watson at 207. I don't think he'll last this long in uh, real drafts once a draft comes because I think we're going to talk ourselves into wherever he lands as it being a great spot because he's in that, that, that hospitable zone. With yeah. Green Bay and uh, Buffalo, and he just uh, seems like a, a Green Bay Packer, Kansas like a City. J- Jordy Nelson. He already People plays are, in the huh? cold weather; he's used to it. Blah, well, blah. Yeah, even though they play in a dome, but <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like there's like Jordy Nelson comps going around for Christian Watson. Like, oh, if he goes to Green Bay, he could play that Jordy Nelson role. It's like, but Kenny Jordy Nelson actually had good hands. <laughs> I mean, they already have issue. Alan Lazard. Why do you need another one? Yeah, I mean, I mean El Lazard's like Drake London. It is going to be fun watching a six foot four uh, wide receiver getting um, jet sweeps and things like that, you know, because they're going to do whatever they Hitting need. Getting his legs cut out from under him. It'll be beautiful. You think? I don't know, man. It, look, every, everything, I know it was the FCS, which is like the 13th grade, but man, he was just toasting defensive backs. Like they weren't even in the same like video as him. Like they were yeah, in like, I know. Like, but the 700, but if you if you're, like if you're doing that in lower competition, my worry is like you should be killing it in the stats. I mean, you saw it with Corey Davis, you you saw it with Cooper Cup, but you didn't see it with Christian Watson. And I do think that it had a lot to do with Trey Lance and his little grab it and run. They did that a lot. Like, don't even read the field. Just that was pretty much off. Shane's strategy at the expo. Yeah. Just grab it, grab it, and run. run. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get far. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but in relative, <laughs> relative, his um, his stats are fine though. You know what I mean? It's just North Dakota, yeah. North Dakota Southern University of New Hampshire. North Dakota, Dakota, like so that. They just didn't throw the ball enough. I mean, that's you know, that's just not what they do on offense. But when yeah. they did throw the ball, he was dominating it. But I think at two oh seven, you draft him because you're thinking there's a ceiling play here. I'm totally down with that at the two oh seven for sure. So, all right, James, it's off to you at the two oh eight. I'm going to take uh, my RB3 on my list, and that is Rashad White at Arizona State. Uh, 4 4 8 40 time, 6 2 2 10. He's a little tall, but uh, finished his senior year with over 1,450 total yards, 16 total touchdowns. He's elusive. He takes his time running through the, the pocket, I mean, running through the line, running through the tackles, and then has breakaway speed. So if there's any guy that I want to draft later on in the second round that has a chance to take a step in the right direction because he was subpar in pass blocking in college and maybe he learns it in the NFL, uh, it's Rashad White. I I think he has the oomph to get the job done at the next level, but it may take a little time. And Don't use my word on a fifth-round NFL pick. <laughs> oh. You're going to eat those words on, on uh, Friday. I guess. I say Friday because it's definitely not happening on Thursday. Yeah, no, um, no. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think Rashad White is going to be okay, and I, I don't mind taking him here. Like, the second round for me is eh. Yeah. You know, like, all these players have question marks. No one is a definitive star. And if you, and if you find him and say, oh, yeah, I knew he was a diamond in the rough the whole time, no. There's Ideally- no way. Yeah, ideally, you want to see Rashad White go to Tennessee at some point. Like, I think that would be a great spot for him to back up Henry, learn from him. We all know Henry is, you know, I mean, how many more years does he have left, right? But I mean, Rashad we, White we, Rashad White could be what we all thought Jeremy McNichols was going to be, right? I was going to say, we've, <laughs> we've read that book with a third-round draft pick like three years ago. and Yes, we have. I, I forgot that name. 
already <laughs> that's how far ago it was Darren, uh, did he say darrington evans but for my for my bank for my buck i'd rather take a third round nfl pick in james cook than rashad white and the upside i mean is that already... who you're picking here at the 209 that was a good oh, yeah. transition all right that checking. was that was great sniping uh, me James Cook, to me, is going to be the steal of this draft, especially if he goes this late. I'd probably take him ahead of Watson. I'd take him ahead of Zemir White. My issue was the Trey McBride or James Cook, but the tight end premium pushed me towards Trey McBride. James Cook, in my opinion, has the most upside in this class for where he's going in rookie drafts. And with that, I'm going to take James Cook. I do think he's going to be a a third-round NFL pick. If he's not, I may I may think about this pick again, but I'm still okay with it in the late second. So for me, James Cook, I love the player. He's my RB4 in this class. And I, yeah, I just hope he lands in a good spot. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, at 210, I'm going to take one of my guys who's been sliding down ADP boards. We did this a mock draft a while ago and I took him at the end of the first round. Now I'm here at the end of the second round at the 210 and he's available because he didn't test well athletically, but you watch the tape. I think he's just going to be a solid NFL player in his career. He reminds me a little bit of Keenan Allen, really good route runner, solid hands, but not the fastest guy on earth, but creates separation with pretty good footwork. And that's David Bell. So I like David Bell a lot. He's becoming more and more of a value for me. And I think even when the rubber hits the road, when we talk rookie drafts, I think you, you might even be able to get him in the third round. Which yeah. for me, if if I have third round picks or I'm going to try to trade up and get him because I really like David Bell. I think he's going to be a solid pro for a long time. I don't think he's ever going to be, uh, you know, a wide receiver, consistent wide receiver too. But really good rosters are built around really good football players. And maybe he's a wide receiver three in his career. And I'm okay with that at the end of the second or an early third round so, pick. Doug is, hang on, wait, wait. Doug is definitely in on david bell i just went back and, and looked at the pre-combine one quarterback i took him at the, end of the first 109 so yeah. i do want to say there's two situations that could happen with david bell he could be a third round nfl pick and his draft capital will be in the mid-second or he could be kelvin Harmon, be a six-round pick and just be dead in don't the water. You, don't you break my damn heart. That is a perfect comp because he <laughs> tested just like Kelvin Harmon. And that is like all the hype in the world analytically looks great, should be good. And then just the NFL overlooks him and is like, yeah, not happening. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where he does get drafted. But I like him as a player. So 210 it is. Shane, you've got your last pick on the board. Wow us with your 211. I know you're so enthusiastic so about pumped. making this pick. No, and... I'm, I'm excited this dude's still here. So I'm hoping that nice. he actually is and I didn't just zone out. Um, but I'm going to take Pierre Strong. He is available. He is available. Awesome. First of all, I wanted to lock down all of Dakota. I got North and South. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's important. You got the Mount Rushmore team. Yeah. Like, you're good. That That's super important. Dude's a burner. And everybody yeah. tells you, hey, you're looking for this year's Elijah Mitchell. It's going to be Pierre Strong, Pierre except Strong. that he's not going to be drafted in the sixth round. Um, he might be in, end up being drafted in the second day. He's going to um, be a Falcon. think he's going to be a Falcon? Fourth or fifth round pick. I Fourth just... or fifth, obviously, I'm going to be less, uh, what's the word, uh, liking him. I like him less. Yeah, less enthusiastic if you want to speak English. Um, but I, I think I'll go higher than that. I think I'll go higher than that. Tyler and I think I'll have a role day not. one. I hope right. Falcons don't take him in the third because I would be they very upset. They they've needs everywhere. It doesn't matter who they draft, where they draft. They we just need they, everybody. Do you yeah, guys have but, Muhammad Sanu still? Because we'll take him back <laughs> from your your Pats. <laughs> no, he's on the Niners. Last I knew. Yeah, I know. Second hey, round pick the Muhammad Sanu. Oh, Re- real quick, Re- one key difference between Kelvin Harmon and um, David Bell is David Bell was an elite college producer from like the 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 crib like just from his first day from the crib yeah it was like like he's 18 years old just absolutely mauling iowa every year for 370 yards receiving per game it's just that he runs like he's still running as doug i mean he runs like doug Um, what's that receiver that was notoriously slow Uh, i can't remember his name uh leonard carew no leontay carew it was the tall guy from mississippi yep he's Um, always the butt of the jokes yeah, guy from Mississippi. Yeah, he 
yeah, we, we won't make that joke. We'll say because he has passed on. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Uh, so for for me, the perfect situation for David Bell would be the Patriots. He'd work well with Mac Jones, very well, and he could yeah. be a he could be headed in the third round for the Patriots. So Man, yeah, I, they don't take Mechie. Oh, he'd be a great pick. All right, James, you've got the last pick in the second round. Bring us home, and we can wrap this thing up. Well, it is tight end premium, so I'm going to take Greg Dolchik. I knew you were going to take your guy. He's my guy. I loved him in the combine. Absolutely crushed it. Uh, He's similar to Mark Andrews. I love the way he can go out and just change directions and catch the ball. That's, That's like marquee for tight ends in the NFL. If you can make that play, then you will definitely be able to see some kind of playing time. Uh, may need to get his weight up, but he's young, so he could do that. He has the ability to create space and great ball handling skills. So I'm okay. Up. Like, there's only two tight ends in the – yeah, so like Tyler. Um, there's only two tight ends in this draft class that I would actually consider. Um, Trey McBride, obviously, and then Greg Dolchik. I'm not – tampering with any other ones uh especially in the second round so i'll i'll take greg here and uh be happy with it and i love his hair paul style don't you're not happy about it like you're not stoked that you're taking a tight end at 212 i'm okay with it no i i really am i'm okay with it i mean do i want to take a shot on another wide receiver or running back Uh, i mean i guess i could have i could have probably went brian robinson no, no, because I was going to take him at 301. Like, Mechie would be a choice here. <laughs> no, no, he's gonna no, be no, a... no, don't take Brian Robinson. <laughs> Mechie's going to be a second-round NFL pick. It's it's almost – it feels like a guarantee Mechie's going to be, like, a, a second-round, late-second pick because he's an Alabama receiver. There's going to be not... a ton of wide receivers drafted in the first round. Like, yeah. There's going to be a ton and... of wide receivers drafted in the second round as well. Yeah. So yeah. We'll it's see. just going to push everything yeah, up. Running backs everything... will get pushed back. Wide receivers will get pushed up. I feel like running backs are going to get pushed up due to the fact that no. there's not going to be too many of them. That... No, there's going to be, but there's going to be a glut in the third through fifth rounds because you got all yeah, these guys. Like Jameer White, Keontae Ingram. Um, We're all going to talk ourselves. Tyler Goodson, like all yeah. those guys. Brian Robinson, Jerome Good. Or Jerome Ford, Jerome Ford. His name is. Yeah. yeah, Goodson, Goodson, there you go. Kevin yeah. Harris. Like, there's just going to be a bunch of guys that they're going to go. Ah, I don't know which one of these dudes is going to hit, much like Will do. I'll just draft this guy. Yeah. So James bookends the draft with Kenneth Walker and Greg Dolchich, just like we all predicted. Good job, James. I like it. I think everyone did a fabulous job. It's always going to be fun to look back at this uh, when we do another one when we actually have landing spots. Because let's be honest, that will affect all these rookie drafts. I'm just excited that, Absolutely. you know, a week from now I've got rookie drafts kicking off. I have to juggle multiple apps and it's going to be a fun time. Um, it's always going to be hectic for a week and then I can take a break just like everyone else here. But before we wrap up, Shane, you know, I told you in the beginning, tell us about you. Where can we find you on Twitter? And uh, give me your, let's see, give me your favorite band. As oh, my favorite fact. band. That's easy. Radiohead. Um Okay. Second favorite band would probably be City and Color or Iron and Wine. Um, I thought it was Owl City or something like that. Who? who? Owl Owl's, City. I, I, is that a band? Yeah. The Million Firefly song? No, definitely not. Kesha, Kesha would be in my top 10, though. Um, <laughs> at Chain is the worst on the Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah. And Radiohead's awesome. I, I don't play in that band or anything, but, you know, whatever. Check them out anyway. I thought you Tell might people have. people where they can find you on Christian Meat. <laughs> at Shane is the worst. That's I look. I just found it easier to just use that at Wizwit sites. That's where he yeah. met Christian Watson. Was on yeah. Christian Mingle. All the Christians go there. Christian, yeah. Oh my god. And J Date. I'm also on think, and McCaffrey he, was there too. Right. He ran into Christian Ponder once. Tyler, you know him, oh, right? Yeah, they're related. Watson and Ponder. He was yeah, trying to pick related. up Sam Ponder. It didn't work out. He's like by proxy. I'm going to talk to Christian Ponder to see if I can yeah. you know, circle around. And get it's to Sam, but it was a great strategy. Much appreciated. So before we wrap up, just want to tell everyone about DynastyNerds.com. Making sure you go on there and sign up for the Nerd Herd. Use code DHH for 15% off of any subscription. There's trade tools on there. There's extra Nerd Herd episode, Prospect Film Room, which is a, a must-have, Prospect Scores, and Dynasty GM. Lots of cool stuff over at our friend Dynasty Nerds. Uh, our friend Dynasty Nerds. Yes, Rich and his team are awesome. So check out DynastyNerds.com. And also check out Verdian Global. 
We've got sweatshirts. We've got hoodies. Lots of cool stuff on there. Search Dynasty Happy Hour and support us here. And then next week, it's episode 300. 300 for this for this bish. We're hitting it, and we're doing our draft review. It's one of the funnest podcasts of the year. So make sure you check Sparta. that out. The Sparta. We're going to do some awesome things on episode number three. Like kick people in a hole, just like the movie. You know what? We're going <laughs> to do a phalanx, and we're all going to have shields, and we're going to get in that like beetle configuration because it's super strong. It's the wrong kind of fantasy. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's a phalanx. This yeah, fantasy like, nights. Screw this I'm, like I, you know, I'm mostly yeah, Greek. Bro. I know these things, okay? <laughs> mostly Greek. If my name was Feta, Tyler would have known that I was Greek. Easily. <laughs> Easily. If, if your name Feta was Eddie. Doug... Feta Doug, Eddie's my name. Feta Doug Eddie. Feta. <laughs> Doug Feta. Oh, seriously. Name should be easier. Like, My I'm name is German. Yudo Eddie. I'm German. Yudo. I should just be called yeah. Sauerkraut. Ty- Tyler Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> Tyler, I gotta be honest with you. Your name is about as German as they come. Like, there's Tyler, no doubt about that. Yeah. Tyler Guntner. Yeah. He should be brought is the Gunther. worst. Brought is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're ending it. That's it. No 300th episode. We are done. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining for Tyler, James, our lovely guest Shane. I am Doug. We will see you next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour. <laughs>